Blog Talk Radio. I'm talking to you today from the subject, The Power of a Made-Up Mind. Repeat the subject after me. The Power of a Made-Up Mind. This church, this ministry are a school. The Power of a Made-Up Mind. The text is found in Psalm 57 and 7. Repeat it after me as I shall read it. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. I will sing. I will sing. And give praise. And give praise. I will quote from Reverend Ike, the seventh chapter and the 14th verse. Repeat it after me. If you want to be something, if you want to be something, to do something, to do something, or to have something, first, get it in your mind. Make it up in your mind. First, For a moment, I would like to use a bit of what they taught me in the theological cemetery, I mean seminary, and pay homage to just a bit of homiletics and hermeneutics. Homiletics being the science and the art of delivering a religious address. Hermeneutics, the science of scriptural interpretation. The word heart, as used in the scripture we just read, my heart is fixed, indicates the deeper mind, the subconscious level of mind, where thoughts, moods, attitudes, and ideas settle down and determine your destiny. So then the heart is the deeper mind, the subconscious level of mind, where your thoughts, moods, attitudes, ideas, and beliefs settle down, and from there they determine your destiny. The scripture goes on to say, my heart is fixed. The word fixed here indicates settled in the mind. Fixed indicates the state of having a matter made up in the mind. Now here is a statement that I want you to latch on to. Because it is something that every one of you have and some of you may not be aware of it and I want to make you aware of it. Here it is. You have the God-given power to make up and create in your mind whatever good you desire. I'm going to put it in the first person and have you repeat it after me. 
I'm not interested in simply an intellectual exercise in my messages. I want to impress this upon your subconscious soul. There is a lot of purposeful repetition. Repeat this after me, please. I have. I have. And I want you to say it with your hands, with your voices. That alerts your subconscious mind that there's some good stuff coming that you want it to catch. I have, I have, the God-given power, the God-given power, to make up, to make up, to create, to create, in my mind, in my mind, whatever good, whatever good, I desire, I desire. I want you to think of this making up of the mind and making up something in the mind in a sense of making up dough to make biscuits or cookies or whatever. I'm going to repeat this again with you. And this time I want you to call your name instead of saying I. If your name is Susie Jones, I want you to say Susie Jones. If it's Henry Brown, I want you to call your name and then follow it with this statement. I, I call your name, I have the God-given power, God power to make up, to, make up, to, create, to create in my very own mind, very own mind whatever, good, whatever good I desire. I desire. Now, here's another statement. Just listen to this. Once you make up, fix, and settle what you want in your mind, then the God in you will bring it to pass. As a person, it is your business to make up, to fix, to settle what you want in your mind. This is so important. Too many people complain, oh, Reverend, I'm not getting anything out of life. Well, what have you made up in your mind? Ladies and gentlemen, you're only going to get out of life what you make up your mind to have. I spoke in Los Angeles some years ago at the Scottish Rite Auditorium on this subject. And a couple of young men saw me on the street the next day and said, oh, Reverend Ike, that was some good stuff you talked about yesterday. And as soon as we get some money, why, we can do that. Okay, so we'll come to you. Let me give you a shocker. It doesn't cost one cent to make up your mind. Say that with me. It doesn't cost one cent to make up your mind. You can be penniless, as my mother would say, as poor as Joe Turkey. I'm usually always nervous too. Ladies and gentlemen, things begin to happen the moment you make up your mind. 
The power of a made-up mind is the power of God in you. That's no idea. And you turn on the power of God in you by making up your mind. I said a moment ago that I could have still been in South Carolina sitting on a log in the woods saying, poor black me. I've told you time and time again, my mother taught school in one room, seven grades. I and my mother walked to school every day four miles, and four miles back, she got the princely sum of $65 a month. I remember one time my mother showed me $700 cash that she had saved over the years. I don't know how she did it. But she had made up her mind. I'm tired of walking these four miles to school every day and back for just $65 a month. And she took me in those $700, went to the next big town, which was Savannah, Georgia, and ordered concrete blocks and built a store in the front yard. And she operated that store until she passed on. But where did that begin? It began when she made up her mind that she wanted to do better. Many days as we walked those dusty and sometimes muddy roads, People would pass in their cars and splash mud on us. Busting was not an issue in those days. <laughs> they rode the bus and left the walking to us. And you know I'm not a racist. I'll have to say this if somebody's here for the first time. I'm not a racist. The only color I have any respect for is green. And if you get enough of that, people won't care what color your face or anything else is. Anyway, I could have cursed those people riding in those cars. I could have become a rabid racist walking those dusty, muddy roads was when I made up my mind. That's where all of my Rolls Royces began. While I didn't have a penny, ladies and gentlemen, hear this, everything begins with a made-up mind. Say that with me. Everything begins with a made-up mind. I challenge you, I dare you sitting here today. I don't care what you've got, what you haven't got, or what your condition may or may not be. Make up your mind about something right now while you're sitting in this seat. You don't like where you're living? Right where you're sitting. Make up your mind, I'm moving. <laughs> You need some more money? Right there, sitting in your seat. Make up your mind, I'm going to have some money. Yeah. 
And don't equivocate about it and mess around about it. Lord, if it's your will, give me some money. Lord, if it's your will, help me make up your mind. Money and everything else is first of all made up where? In the mind. My favorite scripture in the Bible that I perhaps quote more than any other is from Paul in the 12th chapter of Romans. Be you transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. Everything begins with a made-up mind. I challenge you, ladies and gentlemen, nothing can stop the power of a made-up mind because the power of a made-up mind is the power of God. I want to repeat that again and have you repeat it after me. The power of a made-up mind, made mind is the power of God. God in you is your power of creation and God in you creates for you according to what you have made up, settled and fixed in your mind. Therefore, make up your mind to have health, happiness, love, success, prosperity and more money. Make up your mind right now. Over the years, I've told you this true story and it's worth running by you several times a year about the lady who was sick for many years, an invalid. Her husband took her to all kinds of doctors, took her to many healers, might have even sat and got the prayer cloth if I had been around. This was long ago. I wasn't around in the flesh then. She didn't get any better. Her husband worked every day and came home every night and left her in bed and found her in bed. One day when he came home, he found her switching in the kitchen. He said, my God, honey, what happened? Did you take that new medicine from that new doctor? No. Did you say those new prayers? No. He said, my God, honey, what happened? She said, well, I was just laying in bed just feeling bad and just hurting and sick as I can be and you had done everything. I'd done everything I knew how to do. I prayed all I knew how to pray. And she said, I just finally opened my mouth wide and yelled out, oh, hell, I'm well. And she said, I just flung those covers back and jumped out of bed. Now, I know some of you are not used to this kind of praying, but you see, I pray like that. What a healing prayer. Oh, hell, I'm well. There's some of you right now, some of you right over there ought to pray that prayer like that. Because you've been praying those little nice sissified prayers. You've got to pray some real He-Man prayers. You've got to pray some prayers with hair on its chest. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Peace, everyone. There we go. We're getting everything together. Welcome to the Divine Connection Show, where we want to divinely connect with you. We are your hosts, 
Jessica and Tasia. So, um, we're still trying to get situated with this virtual um, radio thing. Some people have called in, and some people are live watching on YouTube. So, if you like, you can head over to our YouTube channel at JTMuse underscore. Um, or Akeem, because I think Akeem, he's streaming from his platform as well on YouTube, um, just trying some things out. Um, so, yeah. So, mm-hmm. how, are, how are you, Paisa? How is your week? Oh, I'm good. Um, I'm trying to figure this technical stuff out, <laughs> but we're doing it, little <laughs> by little. Yeah, how about you? Uh, it's been a good week. It's been productive for me. Um I have been working out, so exercising. And, and eating, right. Yes, because I got to, because it's time to vibe higher. No. <laughs> <laughs> so for real, is, um, I got some goals, personal goals of my own. Um, you know, this stay-at-home, work-from-home lifestyle has caught up with me. So, yes, trying to just get Become my healthiest self again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, no complaints. No. Trying to stay in a positive mindset. Yeah, that's important. That's good. Yeah, um, that works for me sometimes, you know. It can get you depressed. Me, anyway. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm learning something new, it's like I have to, it takes me a while to get out of that state. Deep stuff. But anyway. Yeah, so with the seasons changing, it's been putting me in a really good mood and I'm like, why is that? Like why why does it happen like that way? You know, something about the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, that energy, that that vibe, like mm-hmm. vibrant. It's vibrant and um We've even noticed a change in the dog. Like, the dog is excited, like, during the day. It seems like for no reason, but we know it's because it's bright outside. So she's super excited. Mm-hmm. Like, her mood has changed. Yeah, and um, I, I get like this every year, and um, mm-hmm. it's just we have to pay attention to the season mm-hmm. and discern them and, um, you know, with – the days being longer, that decreases the melatonin, and then increasing serotonin with that, and it just makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And it's a good it feeling. Does. It does. Yeah. So, um, with going out of winter, all that stored up energy, you, and you're motivated to move. Like, that's probably the reason why you feel like you want to exercise. Right. That's I mean, it, it doesn't... It helps. It's not the whole reason, but right. it helps. It does. You want to be active, burn off some of that. Um, and stagnant energy. Stagnant uh, energy. Mm-hmm. And with it's the, I noticed uh, that you can see, like, nature teach you, it teaches you a lot of things. If you really, really look at it and notice, can you hear us? Can you guys hear us? I'm sorry, we didn't test the mics on the computer. Akeem, can you hear us? Thumbs up if you can, please. Okay, okay. we're 
All right. So, yeah, so back to that. So, um, and all this does affect your mindset. So mm-hmm. it can make you feel a certain way um, through the winter into the spring. And you just have to just recognize and look at it uh, with the spring, you know, things have died from the winter. So there's things have died. You just got to evaluate things have died. Things look like they're died, but they just need rejuvenating. Things have made it through the winter. I noticed, like, we had some plants that even with the snow and everything, it still made it through. So just whatever situation, um, whether it's a business or whatever it is, um, sometimes some things have to come to an end so new things can come. And right. sometimes you just need to update some things. And, um, and sometimes um, you just thrive all the way through. So mm-hmm. um, just be be mindful of that and um, when I think about spring, I think about a rebirthing, rejuvenation, renew, regeneration. Yeah, because it's also the time when people like to cleanse. I like to cleanse when the seasons change, but I like to cleanse all the time. So, yeah, a lot of people like detox and everything. It's like a, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and uh, another thing is you can you can really see God in nature, in the universe, in his creation, what he created. It's um, God speaks through it. Um, If you notice, um, even with the seasons, even with the stars, even with the way that the earth rotates, um, there's always a connection to him because the creator is in the creation. The creation is inside the creator. So with that, um, it's like it's an imprint. He imprints on it, his product, on his creation. Um, And, like, just an example I could give that's really relevant to what's going on now. Um, You could just say with Apple. Uh, Steve Jobs, it was first a, a thought in his mind, mm-hmm. and uh, he, when he created the iPhone, he ideas, his style, everything he put into the phone, and you notice that not only that, because of what he created, it's still enduring even after he's gone. So he's not here, but he had he had inspired enough people to carry his dream on. So that is right there. That's just evidence that you could, you can influence people through what you do that will go throughout the generations. And not only that, you duplicate it. And then there's always room for improvement. So with that, even God's word. It still stands today, with what he when he said when he said for the light to come, light is still here. His word endures forever, mm-hmm. and even in that, duplicating, we duplicate ourselves, and 
It's always an improvement. People come, we come to a higher level of consciousness, we expand, we grow, and then we carry that on, we pass that on. And um, that's just the way that I like to look at it. Um, so with that, uh, right, today we're, we're going to talk about reinventing yourself um, and, regener- and regeneration. And when I looked up regeneration, I have it on this one. Well, anyway, it's just, it pretty much, it just means to renew, to rebuild, to um, redo. Mm-hmm. And then um, a scripture that I found. You remember the scripture? The Psalm oh, 51. Your favorite one? No, it's not your favorite. <laughs> but yeah, Psalm 51 10. Mm-hmm. It's creating me. A clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. So there's three important um, things in this scripture. There's three important points. Create a clean heart and renew a right spirit. So with that, that's instruction to reinvent yourself. Now, create is to produce to bring into being from nothing to cause to exist. Read that again, please. To produce, to bring into being from nothing to cause to exist. Shape, form, transform. So there's something that you have in your, your head. It starts as a thought that you want to bring into manifestation. So from thoughts, before before anything can happen, you have to have it, the blueprint. You have to have the design. You have to have the plan. And to make that into manifestation, you have to take action. You can't just sit on it. It has to be worked. Because faith without work is dead. You can have all the faith in the world, but if you don't act on it, nothing nothing's going to happen. And with that, you bring your reality. So you create you create the world that you want to be in. You create the world for you. No matter what's going on outside, no matter what all these other things that's going on, distractions, distractions whatever it is, you um, can't let that happen. So... Um, Create. All right, and then it's the clean heart. Did you have anything to add for create? No? Okay. So with clean heart, heart is the inner part of anything, the middle or interior, the seat of, of the understanding, so the heart. So with the heart, that's with understanding the heart, it's the part of your your mind because you ever thought, like ever, your mind has a heart. Your heart has a mind of its own. Mm-hmm. So it's not only this mind, but it's also this mind. You react and you make decisions based on how you're feeling. Um, you make it based on um What's inside the innermost, your innermost desires, your innermost passions, your innermost being, your will that you have. 
because for yourself, the heart, you said the heart is connected to your soul. Yeah. Your mind, your will, and your emotions is, all, is connected to your heart. It's a part of that alignment of your, your being. And um, which made me to believe that you have to train your heart. You have to train your mind. And I came, I came across the scripture, it's uh, Proverbs 18, 15, and it says, An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise speaks knowledge. So with that, your heart has knowledge, your heart thinks. Yeah, and if it's your mind, then it's also um, accurate. You know how you get that feeling, you know, that instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the way that you do this, you, you train you train your thoughts. And um, just that's in the practice of cleansing it. In the practice of cleansing it, you train it. You train your thoughts. Uh, you train um, the way that you think and you cast down all negative thought patterns, um, those ways and those mindsets that don't serve you. Mm-hmm. And I believe you had something to add to mm-hmm. your heart. Oh, what are you talking about? Um, what part are you talking about? Meditation. Oh, we're talking about the actual... Action mm-hmm. cleansing the heart. Okay, you gotta say that. <laughs> so when it comes to cleansing the heart, um, there's a process towards healing. So for people that have like, bitterness or a closed heart, a broken heart, anything like that, um, you can actually cleanse it. So, um, first, there's actual, like, rituals. Sorry, are you in the mic? There are rituals that you can do, like cleansing the heart rituals. But first, I wanted to just read the definition of what a ritual is. So, because we've, we've done rituals so many times, like rituals are all throughout the church. So, I don't know. People are afraid of that word. Once you say ritual, you're like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. When you say it out here in the world, it's like spooky. Mm-hmm. But anyway, ritual is, um, it says, pertaining to rites, consisting of rites as ritual service or sacrifices. Um, prescribing rites as the ritual law. And this is in that um, 1800 dictionary. And it also says um, rituals, a book containing the rites to be observed or the manner of performing divine service in a particular church, um, diocese, or the like. And I have to look that up.
and that is the diocese is a district under the pastoral care of a bishop in the Christian church. And so I just um, also wanted to say what right is, right, R-I-T-E, and that means the manner of performing divine or solemn service as established by law, precept or custom, formal, formal act of religion or other solemn duty. Um, The rights of the Israelites were numerous and expensive. The rights of modern churches are more simple. So those are examples of rights. So anyway, um, there are rituals you can do to um, unblock the closed heart or heart chakra. So um, sometimes you can experience a heart block or closed chakra or just things of that nature, you know when your heart is right. People don't have to tell you. Some people may bring it to your attention that you're a little closed off, but say, because I've been through a lot, you know, they're like this because something happened. So it happens through trauma. It can happen through grief, loss of any sort or heartache, heartbreak, um, and because of those things, it can cause the, the act of these things happening to your heart um, would come through in, like, bitterness, resentment. Um, sometimes you feel disconnected, loneliness. Um, and relationships are very tense. You don't know how to process your emotions. Um, you could be very harsh, critical, um, blaming yourself. You could become either codependent or um, too independent is what I read. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, there are ways that you can heal this uh, block. is not really good if the reaction to it is all this negative stuff. You're not operating your highest self because you allow trauma or unforgiveness or bitterness to rule your life, you're not able to progress because you're not able to receive love either because your heart is blocked off, and love is the greatest of all. So so to heal, the main thing is to bring more love into your life, starting with yourself. So... um, you can love on yourself and do more self-care. And um, once you start to really do that with yourself, then you're able to extend it to other people. Um, so you heal by dealing with yourself first. So the ritual is more like, you know, meditation, kind of like ground yourself in a space and close your eyes Um Get quiet, make sure your surroundings are not distracting. And then, you know, put your hand over your heart chakra or your chest and do circular movements and um, breathe. You should breathe. Make sure you regulate your breathing and do some inhale. Like, inhale 
for three seconds, exhale for three seconds, inhale for six seconds, exhale for six, sec- six seconds, inhale for nine seconds, hold it, and release it. So really you're inhaling, you're holding, and you're releasing for those numbers. Um, but also, um, as you're doing those things, you can imagine basically a better life. And I know um, Reverend Ike has said something like that. Um, basically, your imagination, you imagine the life you want. Once you continuously put these positive things in your subconscious, then they'll become your reality. So it really is important that you're, this is a little side chat, but it's important that you're putting the right things in your eye gate, ear gate, daily because some of that stuff can come out subconsciously. And I know that just recently. Like I woke up in my subconscious, I had like a show in my head that I had been watching and I'm like, why is this coming through? Like this is whack, you know? So anyway, the more you imagine, the more you watch and all of that, um, that can that can get created. Mm-hmm. Into your life, so we're mm-hmm. manifest into your life. So anyway, when you're ritual, you're sitting, close eyes, focus, imagining um, great thoughts about yourself, and um, mistake. Sorry, guys. I'm looking at my notes. So you imagine that you're um, cleansing and clearing out your heart, basically. And, um, you know, picture great things. Like, do you ever use a guided meditation when I tell you to, like, imagine the light mm-hmm. dropping in, mm-hmm. resonating and oozing out of you, yeah. radiating? So imagine all of that great stuff, you know? Yeah, so yeah, actually, you could you could actually feel it too. You start feeling it. Mm-hmm. You could feel the light. Yeah, the download. Mhm. So anyway, you do this. This is part of your work. <laughs> so you do this until you feel, for as long as you want, and until you feel a breakthrough. So even as you, um, you do that, and you can go move in other directions. So. I'm still learning about this, so some things is like the inner, you do a circular motion. I don't know. You you go the opposite way to expel mm-hmm. the bad out. So, um, so, yeah, so then your heart chakra is opening. Um, well, you imagine that your heart chakra is opening. Then... You know, you can see it as, like, flower blooming. You can see it as sunlight. Um, And whatever emotions come up, you sit with it and you kind of, like, deal with it. So there's some stuff that may come up you don't even know. Like, you don't even know why you're bitter, but you know you are. But it may be something that your dad said to you when you were 10. You know, but as that come up, you release it. You're like, oh, I didn't even know I was holding on to that. So you're like, oh, it no longer serves me. Expel it, you know. So, but basically, after you're done and you get your release, 
you you should for one feel your spirit's uplift and um whatever came up you can write about it or if that's part of your release if it's too traumatic you have to keep doing it but also you can um after that let's say you release all that doesn't serve you mm-hmm. so then you begin your affirmation starting with your self-love so you can journal you can write down some positive affirmations. Yeah, and that runs into renewing your spirit mm-hmm. during the affirmation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you ground yourself and you should um, basically feel um, that your heart chakra is now open and clear. Mm-hmm. So then you say that you're open to love, you're open to receive love, you're open to um, deeply loving yourself, you're, um, you, you have more self-acceptance, um, you have peace, you have compassion and kindness towards others, you receive all good things that are for you, mm-hmm. you know, um, and this really does help. And that's just a for ritual, but anything you do with a purpose is a ritual. I mean, is is going to help. So, like, I know when I went through grief, I um, couldn't find the right means. I was trying to do everything. I was trying to, like, meditate and all that, but I didn't have, like, what I know now. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, just people praying for me helped. And but they when they prayed it wasn't just oh you pray for me mm-hmm. they hit the targets that I couldn't that I didn't know were there yeah. and that I couldn't speak out so calling it out yeah it's like that so it's like but with this um, heart chakra ritual you do this you do the work yourself and you're not relying on someone else to do it because like I said mine was a journey it had to be the right person Mm -hmm. so I was in the church but I wasn't being served at my church the church that I went to and -hmm. it took me to actually go to another church and actually I was just visiting and they were like on point like hitting the key targets so that's when I literally could feel my heart like it's like I was split and I could feel myself zip up like, I tell that story because that really is true. So it's, like, lifted, um, you know, mm-hmm. and then you're better. Yeah. So then it's, like, you know, no more bitterness, no anger. And I'm not saying, like, grief don't go a long way. Like, it's not a process, but grief can take you under, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. depression, like, I was more determined to actively uh, fight that. Like, I did not want to be clinically mentally depressed because I worked with um, clients who were, and it's not fun. Mm -hmm. And it's a legit real situation. I know it's all psychological now that I know there's other things, but, you know, it's still a, a real situation for a lot of people. So I was really, like, adamant of, about doing the work. So, yes. That's basically what I had about that. Yeah, that's very good. I'm glad you got to share that. Um, So with uh, you going into, that was a a good transition into renewing 
the right spirit, renewing the right spirit. With renewing, mm-hmm. it means to renovate, to restore to a former state or to a good state. After decay, deprivation, to rebuild, to repair. So renew. We always have to evaluate ourselves, evaluate us on the inside and um, on the outside, too. And mm-hmm. restoring, renovating, that's upgrading, making something better, addition to, or sometimes it's to take something away. And um, I try to do that a lot, you know, um, asking other people's opinion, um, their viewpoint to see what they what they see maybe that I'm not catching. Um, about yourself. Um, about myself or about something else. Okay. It could be either one, but, um, you know, you have those people that you're comfortable around that you can ask those questions. It's just like you just can't ask anybody. You got to ask somebody that really knows you and that won't mm-hmm. be that person that's just always whatever you say, it's golden. You know, you got to have that person or, you know, hopefully you have that person. If you do, you're blessed that they right. won't um, just tell you anything just because it sounds good. I don't know if that word. What, which one? What? Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, uh, so um, yeah, so it's okay. Corrective criticism, it's okay. And you have to be at a mature state in to be able to receive it. And sometimes you don't want to receive. You have to have the wisdom to know what genuine and right. really intent from the heart. And then it could be just people that are just all, yeah. uh, maybe jealousy or something else that's Yeah, just yeah. yeah, malicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the intentions are not in the right So. Um, yeah, and I'm always trying to research and trying to find uh, ways outside of myself. Um, education is extremely important. You may think that you know everything about something, and mm-hmm. you may feel like you're an expert, but it could change. Just and Akeem knows, especially with what he does, it's always something that's changing, and. Uh, just to keep up with the world, to keep up with what's going on, this life structures, these systems um, that's set in the place, you always have to search for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on different things. And um, as perfect as you might think something is, it always can be um, upgraded. But don't let that discourage you from starting something. And then, what else do I have? Okay, yeah, so with that, the right spirit, right is firm, perfect, established to make perfect. So you're just, you're just continuing working until it's to a stable and established place. So you're, but the way that things is always moving, constantly moving. So you get stable one place, but then you see something else. You go, you know, like, 
I didn't notice this greater something greater, you know? So and you're which, never you're never done. Yeah. Like you're never you're at a level and there's always another level you can get to. It. Yeah, it's like with um you could use a job for example. Before you get comfortable, you're like, okay, well, there's something else out there, you know, or with a, a home. It might be perfect for you now, but your family grows, you have to move on. Mm-hmm. You, if with your um, business, it might be perfect, everything's running smooth, but you got to expand. So just know that it's always a healthy way, a healthy way to always reinvent, to always regenerate, to always rebuild. It's a healthy way to do that. Yeah. So. And, um, yeah. So, and you, you already um, said about the affirmation. Would you want to go deeper into that or, you yeah. know? Okay. So it's just um, continuing just upgrading your mindset. Yeah. So basically, what was it? Create? Mm-hmm. Create. Uh, clean, cleanse your heart. And renew. Renew. Mm-hmm. Create, cleanse, or renew. Mm-hmm. All of that. Um, one scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, it probably, it, and I'm sure it was more that could have came out of it, but. No, no, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and just, um, we just got a, another scripture that came to my mind is um, you got to set your mind on things that is above and not things down here below. So. Things that are eternal and not temporary. We got a king here? Hold on, we can't hear you. Hold on. How does this work? Oh, I just wanted to. Oh, okay. I, 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 yeah. Welcome, uh, Akeem. Welcome. Let me check. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for letting me in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm kind of monitoring. Yeah. on my channel, YouTube, yeah. and, and on, on, that, <laughs> on yours. Yeah. Um, I think we're doing pretty good with all the technology. Okay, um, working it out. So, while y'all were talking, did y'all mean, you know, I was kind of distracted with, you know, trying to, you know, get this all together, but mm-hmm. did y'all read Psalms 5110? Yes. Okay, that's what y'all read? Okay, mm-hmm. I thought so. Yeah, so, it says, create a clean heart. Oh, God, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of us want to attribute that to something outside of us. Mm-hmm. That's a, a request coming from the inside of you. Create a clean heart because it starts with you and the change. Right. And then the divine mind, God, connects to that change that you have in you, and then it, it opens you up, right? Uh, just because you said you had an experience. But that experience started with you from the inside. Mm-hmm. It never comes from the outside. Every, mm-hmm. And a lot of times we, we're looking for this and looking for that to do it, but you were at a searching from the inside, and then you found something or right. some place that you made a connection to that 
completed that right. cycle mm-hmm. of current of spirit. Mm-hmm. So everything starts with us. Right. There's nothing outside of us that is affecting us. Everything is affecting us from the inside, and we are trying to blame it on the outside. Like you, you were talking about, Jason, um, about you know people might have the wrong intentions, jealous, whatever. See, that's on the inside of them. They see something great in you, and they want to destroy it because they feel they don't feel greatness in them. The more you guys do this work, you're gonna run into that. But that has nothing to do with you and what you're doing. You're not doing anything wrong. It's them trying to make you think you're doing something wrong. To make you doubt. That's like the, when, when Christ was meditating or he was fasting, then after he fasted, the devil came and tried to tempt him. Mm-hmm. After he did all that good work, he tried to tempt him with all these things. We deal with that all the time. And if our our heart and our minds are clean and always seeking to for positive, we'll see that stuff coming a mile away. And we, it won't affect us. You know, it took a while for me to learn that. You know, I don't have to react when people say something about me. I don't have to just let them talk, you know. Because mm-hmm. actions speak louder than words, louder than words anyway. Right. So, and a lot of times, that could be your enemy or who they, it's not, I don't consider people enemies. I just, you know, say, hey, we just have a uh, going for a process. But even those that consider themselves your enemy will be a blessing to you. Because the more they talk about you, what do they do? They bring people over. Let's, see, what this guy out. Let's yeah. see what's going on. You know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but that's good. Your topic is great. They'll be your footstools, but your enemies will be. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they will definitely. And they will play right into your hands so easily. And you just sit there. It, it, oh, you don't have to do anything. There is no such thing as a fight. It really isn't. When we fight people, whether it be mentally, physically, uh, spiritually, it's really an illusion. It's these things we create in our minds. And you just sit there and just watch people just struggling and striving after the wind to come at you. They're like, what is all this for? What, what are you gaining after this? What are you, you're right. Okay, you're right. So, okay, now you're right. What's next? You know, and I'm learning. I just know it's not important to even be white. <laughs> like, okay. Right. You know, everybody's entitled to feel like they know what they're talking about. You know, it, what happens, the end result is what's going to, Tell you what the truth is. Mm-hmm. The truth never changes. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Great topic. Yeah. And uh, let's see, you know, you got on my side, I got some comments. We'll make some comments. Too. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, let me see. Um, they are. Okay. Switching between Arlene Lopez, a great topic. Uh, she says it's all about peace and love no matter what the other person is going through. At the end, they have to join you in peace and love, no no emotion. So I, I agree with that. Love will conquer all things. It may not seem like it because our ego wants to, you know, go through that struggle. But at the end of the day, with long term, it conquers everything. Mm-hmm. It really does. Oh. Um, and we have to always be mindful of that, that 
you know, we don't have we don't have to go back and forth with people. Just continue trying to be good, do good for ourselves, mainly do good within ourselves for ourselves. Because if you're not doing yourself right, you're not gonna really help anybody else out. Right. Yeah. That's all I had to say on that. Y'all said everything. I I, I was trying to struggle to find some insight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I gotta ask you. Great job. So well, yeah. thank you. Well, thanks yeah. for coming on anyway. Your input was welcomed. You're welcome. You guys, uh, you guys will make a great church. <laughs> oh, do we want that for I don't know. I mean, I'd be looking for it, but it might be your calling. I don't know. <laughs> You're here for a reason. Yes, and the ultimate thing mm-hmm. is to leave the earth fulfilling your purpose. <laughs> it, it was just a year ago we were doing a seminar. Yeah. One more right. thing. <laughs> Um, why do we keep doing this? We keep forgetting the exact date. It's in my planner. I thought it was February, March. That'd be before March. It was February. We went to Illinois. I mean, no, we went to Illinois. Was I think that was January, December, something like that. Yeah, it was like December. Oh, but our seminar. Yeah, our seminar. Our seminar. Okay. February? It was February, I think. Okay, yeah. it was February. So just over here. And now you guys, one year later, doing your own show, inspiring people. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have right. thought? See, see how life just takes you down these roads. You have something else in mind, and then, okay, here's an opportunity. Yeah. And that's just life, and we have to roll with it. A lot of people are not successful because they don't see these opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they want to wait. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not the right time. It's not. You know, I, I got this to do. And okay, and it never happened. Yeah. Because if you don't roll with it right in that moment, right. it may not come up again. I and if know. it does come up again, that other the, the who have offered you the opportunity might have to have a change of heart. Yeah. Okay. You know, things you start. You know, because things evolve. Over time, yes. it, you know, then it was a well. You don't, you don't fit fit in now. Yes. You yes. know, now we 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 like the other day. You know, I used the Bible all the time. I've always used the Bible since I've been doing my show since since 2015. But someone that took it upon themselves in, in the chat and put, "Oh, you're using the church to get benefits." And know what I say to that? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why why not? Setting up a church to get a benefit. I'm getting benefit from God. My, the God in me, God out. I'm, that's where I'm getting my benefits from. Instead of getting governmental benefits, right? Okay. I mean, people do not pay attention to what they're saying. You're going to depend know? on the government or you're going to depend on God? Which one? Right. There you go. I mean, I, I'd rather depend on the God. <laughs> <laughs> depend on some governmental entity that can you know, have all kind of hidden clauses in there, mm-hmm. right? And then they said, oh, I, I, I you were, I, last I remember, I, you were anti-Christian. I, said, I never said I was anti-Christian. <laughs> now, I was raised as a Christian, Jehovah's Witness. I knocked on the doors daily as a kid, gave my first speech in the Kingdom Hall when I was ingrained in there. 
That's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That, that, that knowledge and that teaching is not going. It's still in it. Now, do I agree with the teaching? All of it? No. Uh, and it, for Christianity on the whole, there's some things I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm anti-Christian just because I, I disagree with some parts of it. That doesn't mean I'm anti-Muslim because I disagree with some part, parts of it. Or any other religion. I'm not anti any religion. I just believe that the current state of religious thoughts are putting people in a box where they can't make decisions for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying mm-hmm. Christ that I know and all of the Buddha and all of these were saying, no, you can make your own decisions. You are to have dominion over all things. And their texts say that consistently. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, when it comes from the the, the pulpit or the platform, it comes out differently. You know, you're helpless and you're this ratchet being and you got to, you're this filthy rag. And, yeah. you, you know, and you, and you need everything. Why would God tell you to have dominion over all things if he, if you weren't capable of having dominion over all things? So that's a clear decree. That we are supposed to have dominion. Dominion means ownership. I read that definition the other day. It means ownership. So that means have ownership over your life. And in your ownership over your life, then the divine mind has put in place that once you do that, then everything else is added to you. Mm-hmm. You don't get it. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Have dominion over your life. supposed to be way better off. If I had this kind of connection a long time ago, man, I feel like I would be so much further because I'm just not getting a grasp on what this really is. Like, what this, I mean, think about it. I mean, like you said, Steve Jobs invented the iPhone. It's a thought. So we always think it's for somebody else. So if you have these things in your head, these inventions, these resources, these software, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then you can do it too, you know, different. Mm-hmm. So it's like we just feel. Yeah. I was almost went out of business when he started with that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because the PCs, the IBM compatible PCs took over. And for a while, because, you know, with IBM,
MacBook is a thousand dollars, phone twelve hundred dollars, and people are buying it. Yeah. And they want it. You know, I, I wasn't an Apple phone fan until I had so many injuries that just kept blowing up on me and shutting down. So I finally got an Apple, and I've been an Apple man ever since. I've You know, I can I can go to each device and just yeah. files. You know, so I think it's well worth the money, the value. You know, it does have its downfalls, but other than that, just imagine. So that's what I'm saying. If you have an idea in your spirit that you feel strong about, you go with it. Don't don't change it. You know, other you know, we get advice. Oh, our loved ones do mean well. They're not trying to hurt us, but you're the only one that got that vision. The way you see the vision. Right. So you got to move in it, and you have to ignore everything else with everybody, even when it's not looking so well, even when it's mm-hmm. not popular. Just stay there, and you will be successful. Because remember, it's your thoughts, it's your mind that is creating it. And once you understand that science, because it is a science, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's powerful about women, you guys are created to be expanders. Right. And let me explain. Plant a seed inside the womb, and nine months later, they're a being, male, male or female. The only job that the man has is to ignite that, fertilize that, and decide the sex of the child, male or female. That's his only. That's it. After that, it's up to the woman to expand. So that means everything y'all touch is supposed to grow. And, And actually, that is happening. You know, when you look at things, women do control the tempo. Of life. Now, the problem we have is television, mainstream media, and all kind of other entertainment have given women a false sense of identity. So they're expanding the wrong thing. Until, you know, you can see at your own house how you guys run your house. Y'all run your house like old school. Big mama used to do family day. You know, that type of stuff is going to have a profound effect on your daughter mm-hmm. and the children that are, everyone around you that's going to have that's going to have a lasting effect your daughter gets grows older changes, she's going to be like yeah I remember when we had family day mm-hmm. and she's going to be seeking that in her relationships in her family mm-hmm. you see she's going to want that to continue mm-hmm. that's, we need to bring stuff like that back well yeah and we haven't been taught how great women are, you know, all through history, through time, like women were silenced, you know, that's why there's a lot of feminists these days because it's like, you know, that's power amazing. to the women because now they're like realizing their power, you know, also, I mean, whether it's good or bad to come with it, but it's just like women are just now, and still it's a long way to go, but they're just now realizing their power. In this society, where it was created and founded, it was to silence the woman. Even in the religious schools of thought, mm-hmm. the new form of Christianity, the old Christianity didn't do that. You see, we like to look at Christianity from the point of view of this country and the mm-hmm. European point of view of Christianity. Yeah. Remember, the book was revised, and it took a lot of books out. Because there's a lot of books that were authored by females in the old Bible. You know, the Bible would be like this big, 
or more volumes of it if they didn't take so many books out, right? So in our culture, people of color, women were valued. That's why they know held title to land. Um, they, they controlled everything, even the, the women uh, controlled who was the chief of the tribe was going to be. That was their choice. Now, what happened is, in the European culture, they always wanted to suppress their women. And you can see that. Like, look at horror movies. They, the way they just totally mutilate the, the white woman in, a, in, the, in those movies. Like, who can actually take it out of their woman seeing her being cut up on screen and just totally savage like that? We, we weren't making movies like that, but we picked up those bad habits of watching television and getting caught up in their ideas. Because when they, when they said women didn't get the right to vote to a certain um, year, right? But in our societies, women were voting. To, to, when you understand what the Constitution is and how, where it came from, how women voted, they had equal standing in the government. And when we was running things, but they, they suppressed all of that. And because they suppressed all of that, and there was no example for us to follow, then the whole, like you said, woman's lifting came, came aboard. Yeah, and everything, all the way to the skin tone. Yeah. Like, anything that is bad, whatever, we already know there's a story behind it. It's considered yeah. bad. It's like whatever they try to silence, hide, it's just like diminish the nominated woman instead of... Um, it just, therefore, diminish the, their being and their power, not even understanding their source, because it was so great, or it is so great. Mm-hmm. But we know how to operate. You know, we can, if we're made of the same, the stars and the moon and everything else, like, mm-hmm. that is power, you know, and if we can learn how to resonate with that, download that, um, mm-hmm. and grow, you know, this is that. Look, now, this is like, remember that show, uh, Extreme Couponing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, on the show, you mainly see white women couponing, right? Mm-hmm. But who, guess who created that? My mother was doing Extreme Couponing <laughs> in the 70s, okay? Yeah. Con her friends would get together, have their little coupon parties and shit, and do the double days and the double coupon this, and now they made a show about it, and guess who gets credit? But who created that? We That was a need, right? That was one, because I just had a revelation today, right? Because we had a discussion about, uh, Beth and I had a discussion about, you know, women having to work. Then I started to recall back on my childhood. I said, well, my father worked. But my mother worked whenever she wanted to. She had six children. She couldn't work like that. Right? So and one of those out of those six it was a set of twins. So there's no way she was working like that. Right? Mm-hmm. So I can remember my mother worked, you know, months here, a couple of months there. She was a nurse. So she worked here. You know, nurses can get jobs whenever, you know, whenever they feel like it. So at least you know, she had so much experience she could, she get a job they hired her. So, she, you know, whenever we needed a little extra money, she would go to work. But for the most part, my mother was a stay-at-home mom. Then I started looking at the rest of the congregation. I know about six other families 
said the wife stayed home because everybody had four plus children. You know, so ain't no way, they, you know, they was gonna go to work. And at that time, there was daycares wasn't a thing. You know, and even you let a relative watch your children. So I'm like, in our community, at least in that in our congregation there, there were a lot of stay at home moms where the the dad came home, made all of the money, and they weren't six figure income, but they made it work. Yeah. You know, but they had to do that. The whole reason why I'm saying this, so they had to figure out, okay, he doesn't make a, he make good money, but it's not enough. So how do we say? So women got together and they created this couponing thing. Okay, let's put these coupons together. And we could save, we could save on these groceries. Sisters created that, but they're never gonna get. They, no one's gonna give them credit for it because it's unknown. It was in our community. See, they saw what we was doing, and they picked it up, and they made a show out of it, you know? And that was crazy, so I'm not right. forget the guy that had, like, a semi-truck tour. It's almost like he got a whole store for free. It was right. like he had jeans. I couldn't understand it. I was like, what in the world? See, now, yeah. coupon today is kind of, oh, now you can only get junk food.
you know, my mom uh, got upset with my dad, and he just watched the TV through the TV over. <laughs> they, you know, that just stuff happens. But he's pregnant at the time. You can't, don't mess with a pregnant woman. <laughs> <laughs> I got body stamped. I got I got picked up like WWE because I was I was whining about something. The mother got tired. She said, "I'm tired of this." And picked me up like this. <laughs> Fight drop. <laughs> Boom! I hit my back. And only thing that was really hurt was my uh my feelings. She was, uh, she just did like an incredible all, all pregnant. She was pregnant with my 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 brother Greg, and she just oh, <laughs> today they be locking people up for that. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you didn't live with your parents, you didn't you didn't say you, you don't talk back, you know, you just listen, you know, but. And I think we need to get back to some of that type of. Yeah, some of it. Yeah, yeah, some of it. You know, then it wasn't always right. It My wasn't. Father, I learned, like, how important it is to allow children to express themselves or to teach them yeah. how to properly yeah. express themselves. They don't know. Like, especially when they're from toddlers to, like, 10. It's just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But it's like the same time, what's wrong? Express yourself. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, sometimes they get yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. Um, I'm, 30, okay. I'm still working on this 
trying to look for that. You said that. Did you send me a letter to me? Send me a check. I think so. I got it. I got it. Yeah. You said I was was on the road. Um, Oh, yeah. And it was just that. And then they just... um, they like copies of my stuff and send it to me. <laughs> I don't know. They're copies. Copies what you sent to them? Yeah. I'm the first time they did that. No, that's just whatever. And then I look at the very bottom, though. It says uh, collection. So that's why I was like, well, what? That's what I was looking for. I'm trying to pull it up so I can see oh. what it's at the bottom. But that, sometimes they'll say, oh, this is for informational purposes only. Let me see. Oh, it's it's not that. Let me see. I'll send it okay. to you. You found it? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> oh, I see why you. I didn't see this before. You some fraudulent documents that you sent charge your own. What? You didn't send them anything but the third party debt collector. That's when we reported UCC files with me. You didn't do anything. And this, and this doesn't even apply to you. <laughs> doesn't even apply to you. Right. A lot of people that be trying to do those discharge. money orders and discharge. <laughs> this doesn't even apply to you. Nope. I know. Right, so it's like a robot letter or something. Right. This is this is just a letter they pulled out their hat. Uh, what I'm it is just collection. <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to look for is who signed this letter. Huh? Yeah. You mean like actually signed it? Yeah. That's just how it looks. Thank you, post claim assistant. This, this, this is not addressed from anybody. This is this is garbage. Yeah. I'm like, what? I, I'm still like, you didn't say anything like this. Put no contract and sitting that letter right back to me. I don't know where they get that from. Yeah. But you, you watching other videos. You didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a
the divine connection show. Thursday. So, thanks everyone for tuning in. Happy. Hi, mm-hmm. remind me. I have to see you guys about like the webinar too. Oh. I forgive you for not saying it. Invite you. All right. Over Kubal, it was over what I wanted, but you know, a lot of people wanted to get in, so it went well, very well. So that's available on my website. Soon it'll be available on your website. The driver's license to webinar. It comes with the injunction template, commissioner letter, and the actual explanatory statements for your uh, driver's license, and also a cheat sheet showing you exactly what to do along with the video.